0: Everybody and welcome back to another episode of Watching the Boxes Fantasy Basketball Podcast hosted by #basketball.com your home for the very best free fantasy tools and analysis on the entire internet. Go so check them out hashtag #basketball.com and don't forget it, about thrivefantasy.com there are games like tonight, tomorrow, all week, the rest of the year. ThriveFantasy.com, a new way to play Daily Fantasy. If you like doing prop bets, you like winning money, and you like Daily Fantasy, it's the perfect combination. But use that promo code WTB, get $20 bonus when you sign up with your first deposit, $20 or more. That is ThriveFantasy.com, promo code WTB. I am your host, Mike Cashman, and joining me for the oldest edition of old predictions my co-host tyler p watts what's up tyler michael what a great day what a great day to be alive it is it is a good it is a good time it is a good day because today is opening day the nba season um i'm excited i'm gonna i'm gonna sit down hunker down and watch a lot of basketball in the next uh yes i don't know like 72 hours It's going to be quite a bit.
1: Well, the only bad part about the two games on the first day, I almost wish there was like 10 games on the first day. That way, you know, you could just watch it all day. Just never quit.
0: I mean, I don't know. I I don't mind the, uh, hey, watch these premier games. That way I don't uh, miss anything and I get to watch the premier games. And then then tomorrow, you know, I get to watch, I don't know, probably 20 hours of basketball. I'm only going to sleep for four of them.
1: Only like to sleep for four—that sounds like a ridiculously small amount.
0: Yeah, it sounds like a bad, sounds like an absolutely bad idea. But for those of you who are just listening, just joining us, this is our annual bold predictions. We do it right as the season starts. And uh, Tyler, you have a you have a pretty good track record. We w- I went back. I listened to last year's. Uh, I think you did pretty well, Tyler. Uh, I gave. I, I, I we disqualified any predictions I had to do that were kind of hindered by. You know severe injuries. So all our Zion predictions, all our Curry predictions, um, basically I I, I crossed them out. But don't worry, some of those I reused for my bowl predictions this year. So you're going to hear them anyway. But I'm going to give you credit, Tyler. Uh, I gave you I I gave you five, four, and one. And here, here, in my opinion, are your best um, predictions. Starting with the 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 least important one, you uh, had Glenn Robinson the third as a standard league. Relevant player, you got it right. I'm very proud of you. Um,
1: yeah, I, I don't know. I always think that Dennis Schroeder was probably my best one because I think he was being undrafted um in pretty much every league going into that season and I kept hearing everyone tell me he was gonna play twenty minutes a game, which well that just didn't happen.
0: Yeah, you were you were one hundred percent on Dennis Schroeder, you had him in the top one hundred, he finished ninety. Shea Gillers, Alexander, you said he was gonna finish in the top forty in totals. He finished twenty. 20- Seventh, when you include the bubbles. So, you know, there's a little, maybe I'll put an asterisk there. Uh, You know, you had a big breakout for uh, D'Angelo Russell. Not so much. Uh, He didn't quite get to the uh, top 30, uh, 27 points a game. But I thought that was a pretty good uh, prediction. Uh, Donovan Mitchell, he's had him in the top 20. Almost there. You know, he he totals he was top 30. It's pretty close. Uh, But here's your best once again best prediction you this you this was a bold prediction too at the time last year we predicted that Luka Doncic would average 23 points nine rebounds and seven assists Tyler he did not average that last year he in fact averaged 28 points 9.4 rebounds and 8.8 assists he uh outdid you
1: undersold man undersold always undersold I guess
0: um the ones that I I didn't get a lot of them right but I was going way out there last season um I did uh end up I went a little too aggressive Ricky Rubio uh as the assists leader and you know granted Ricky Rubio on average has finished fourth overall so not terribly far off for a guy who's you know this year going pretty much undrafted um I had Giannis number one in totals his free throw fell apart but if you punt free throw he was second in totals so caveat and my biggest uh miss i think was um a the homer chicago bulls top 4 or four players in the top 50 um didn't that didn't happen tyler but they did have seven players in the top 140 so well, uh that doesn't give me any credit at all
1: yeah but i don't know i think i think they were meant to be bold right and so I mean, the threshold for hitting it is a little bit lower than what you think it is in the sense that, like, you know, we both said Zion was outside the top, whatever. And, I I mean, yeah, the injuries, you can say, oh, that didn't count, but injuries were a big part of his, you know, kind of profile. And so I think some of them, maybe we were a little bit closer to being right than you want to give us credit for.
0: Yeah, I I, I agree. I think um, the ones I did get fairly right, or at least close to right, I'm going to give myself credit for one of them. Um, Ben Simmons averaging 0.03 pointers a game. I was, I was right on that one. I don't think that was terribly bold now looking back on it, but everybody was really excited about Ben Simmons hitting threes last year. And, uh, I think he hit two overall. So not, uh, don't get that excited this year either. Everybody, um, of course, beautiful Bob Covington. Um, I had him in my top 25 players and in, um, yeah, he ended up in the top 25. I'm pretty sure. I have to go look it up again. Per game, last season, uh, or no, totals, last season, he ended up 11th. So maybe a little bit of bump from the from the bubble games. Uh, per game value, he was 34th overall. Uh, hovering around that top 25, beautiful Bob, always underrated. Once again, this year, going in the 6th, 7th, and 8th eighth, eighth rounds. Um, and then I also predicted that LeBron would average a triple, double, and honestly, Kind of the closest he's ever come to averaging a triple-double, 25, 10 assists, but only 8 rebounds. Thank you, Anthony Davis, for ruining that prediction.
1: Uh, might not have been Anthony Davis. It was the fact that they like to play two big men, I think. I think if he plays the four, they put Anthony Davis primarily at the five, which is not something I think they'll do. I think he could average 10
0: rebounds a game. Um, he, he could average a triple-double this year. Uh, that is not one of my bold predictions this year. Um, let's get right into it. Uh, Tyler, you you got me again last year on your ball predictions. So, um, since you technically won, uh, and I'm going to say it was because all of my players were injured. I had about 30 predictions that all would have came true if it wasn't for injuries. Since you won, I will give you the honors of going first.
1: Um. Oh man. Okay. I got a lot of a lot of ones. I think are are pretty juicy. A lot of ones that people aren't thinking about. Um, I'll start off with maybe the least bold call. I think I have. All right. Mm-hmm. Does that sound fair?
0: Yeah, I think that's fair. Right.
1: Kevin Durant finishes as a top five player in both per game and totals.
0: Okay, I like that. I think that's good. Um. There's really. There's a way to get there. I think that's in like the st- the old standard deviation of possibilities. Kevin Durant looks very good. We're about to see how good he looks tonight. Uh I think tonight, you know, playing as Golden State, I think he's going to have uh, a message to send. Uh I've potentially taken some points overs on Kevin Durant this evening. So, um if you got Kevin Durant in the second round or the end of the second round or haven't been the third round, um, this bodes well for you.
1: And and the theory is he's, he's pretty much done it every single year he's played. Um, He's just a scoring machine, right? He gets the rebounds. He gets the assists, He gets the steals. He gets the blocks. He's extremely efficient. I don't think the Achilles is going to cost him that much. I think his game is just, you know, kind of better suited to that type of injury than some other people. He's going to shoot the lights out, and Kevin Durant is going to be really, really good.
0: Um, I I, can't, I have no argument with that. Uh, I'm going to start off a little bolder, um, and then I'm gonna I'm gonna pull it back into less bold things to make it sound like all my predictions were bolder. Um, but I'm going to go with a little spicy prediction here. Marcus Cousins finishes ahead Christian Wood per game.
1: Oh, see, see, I have this. I have this very similar prediction. Um, I think Boogie finishes in the top fifty, and Wood finishes outside the top seventy-five.
0: Wow, a, we did we we did not we did not confer on that. We did not confer on that.
1: And a lot of it has to do with the fact that I mean, Christian Wood never really minute until. The end of last season and demarcus cousins has been a multiple time all-star so if those two are going head to head for minutes give me demarcus cousins despite all the injuries and so i think he's just going to be the better fantasy player this year
0: i think in the past we've kind of um for not for any particular reason right uh we're just doing our due diligence uh and we hone in we usually hone in on a uh Ah, uh, quote unquote, like sleeper going into this year that everyone's hot on a young guy who could do this and could do that, and look at his per minutes. And we kind of, you know, we pop everybody's balloons. Uh, we're uh, in years past, it's been like Mitchell Robinson, right? Um, and I, f- I, I would say though, I feel less comfortable popping everybody's Christian Wood balloon this year than I have in the past with like Mitchell Robinson and other hot keepers that everybody got excited about. And then come January, nobody even had on their team. Uh, Christian Wood, I think if Harden moves, would end up playing a lot, lot better. Then I think we're giving him credit for it. I think his ceiling is better than someone like Mitch Robinson or somebody else like that, who's like a one trick pony or has to sit out because of foul trouble. I still stand by my bull prediction.
1: Well, the, I mean, you mentioned it, right? Harding gets traded, the opportunity goes up. My problem with Christian Wood is just the fact that I don't think the free throws are going to be that good. There's probably not going to be that many three pointers. The assists are non-existent. The steals, other than last year, have been non-existent, kind of permanent. Maybe blocks just shot a game. Like there's just he's a field goal percentage, points, rebounds, and blocks guy. In my opinion, like it's hard for that guy to be a top. And I've seen guys. Some people saying he's a ton to be a top twenty player. Like it's hard for that type of guy to get in the top twenty.
0: Yeah, it's it's not that hard for a guy like that hitting on all cylinders and everything goes right break into the top 50 but to break into the top 35 you got to do more than that you have to have the steals you have to have the blocks everything's got to be uh, a lot tighter and you see you see that go look at the guys who are in the top 35 go look at why they're there they do everything across the board uh tyler hit us with your next bull prediction you gotta go i think you gotta go here because i did two already so i think you gotta go oh. That's fair. All right then, I'm gonna go with something a little uh, quieter. Um, Miles Turner will be the top player in Indiana fantasy wise per game.
1: Oh, okay. All right. Well, we're gonna go. We're gonna go head to head on that, but I'll save that for later. Go give us your reasoning.
0: Miles Turner um, has kind of run into. Um, I, I'd say a, a, just a string of bad luck. Like you know, he is what, um, fairly fairly young. I think he's 24. I don't even think he's 25 yet. Um, and he was kind of like, I mean, he's been in the league a long time, and his potential. Was so incredibly high coming into the league. He's kind of one of those first, like, oh man, this is a center who shoots threes. He could be like your defensive juggernaut and shoot threes. This is a guy who, even uh, in in you know under thirty minutes a game, is averaging above two blocks per game, and that's what gets him in to the uh, the top standing in Indiana. And I think stays healthy, stays on the court. And he starts playing better basketball. And I, I think that's all it's going to take.
1: All right. All right. That's fair. That's fair. So you're saying he's a what? A top 50 player? A top 40? Top 30?
0: I think he could be a top of, uh, I think he could be a top 45 player. Yeah. The blocks.
1: All right. That's fair. That's fair. And most people will say it's Sabonis, but Sabonis Like doesn't have a great fantasy game. So I, I could buy, I'll buy that prediction. I'm not going to go with it. I am going to go with a different Indiana Pacer, returning to the top 40 this year. Ooh. And that is that, one Mr. Victor Oladipo.
0: Hmm, see, I'm I'm getting further and further out on Oladipo. So, wh- so why is he returning to the top 40?
1: Um, just a very versatile game, and that's really what I always want in fantasy, right? Can shoot good free throws, going to hit threes, going to score, going to get rebounds, going to get assists, going to get steals. The only thing he really doesn't do is block shots. Um, it wasn't beautiful last year. He shot very poorly. He he gets the shooting percentage back up. He's going to be fine. And if he averages 18-5-5 five five with one and a half steals, he's probably a top 40 player.
0: It's within the realm of possibility, right? I did not like... I saw from Oladipo once he came back from his injury, but it's been a while. So if it, if he's going to do it, it's certainly going to be around this year, right?
1: Right, and that's the hope is that he gets healthy finally and he can do it. So that's it's a bold. It's supposed to be bold, right?
0: Bold. It's a bold prediction, and that's a bold prediction. I think that, that's pretty clear.
1: Like he's going seventy eighth in Yahoo leagues on in ADP. So like, if he finishes in the top forty, you're getting a heck of a value there.
0: I have. A, I, I don't know if this is a bold prediction. But I was, you know, it's hard to sort of figure this out. So I'd go say it's, um, it's it's a lukewarm, bold, a Luke Bold prediction. How about that? Who's Luke Bold? That's a good name. I like that name.
1: I think bold. I've seen him in a movie once. It might have been an adult film.
0: Yeah, that was uh, different. That was uh, Luke Cuckhold. I think that was who you're thinking of. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah, yeah, different guy. Maybe maybe related. Um, James Wiseman. We'll finish as a top rookie.
1: That's crazy. Uh no. I mean, he's starting in the first game, from from what I hear. That's just a positive sign. He,
0: I think a lot of people have Lamelo Bell with the assists. Um, Lamelo think,
1: Bell? Is that a person you just
0: made up? Lamelo Bell. Lamelo Ball. I got too many names running through my brain right now. Um, I think it's gonna, it's very hard for point guards especially young point guards, to adjust to the speed of the game. Um, Well, and and ball is more suited for like a punt build
1: strategy because I think you're going to see that the field goal percentage is bad, bad.
0: I think it's going to be very bad. Golden State has plenty of um, playing time uh, available for him, sitting in front of him. And often, actually, some of the the, the rookies that have actually finished – in the top fifty and maybe that would have been a more bold prediction is that he finishes in the top fifty. I I think that's too bold. I don't even think I could say that. Um I guess if I want to be bold, that would be the top the top top 60 maybe would be a bold pick. Um big men often finish well well higher as rookies than guards. It takes a very special guard to make that incredible leap right away. And we've only seen that a few times. Um Wiseman Things lining up for him. Maybe he's better at shooting threes than we actually think he is. Maybe he can help spread the floor for Steph Curry. Gets good rebounds. Gets good blocks. He might be be way more talented than we think.
1: One of the things you like, too, is the percentages are probably going to be good, which is going to boost up his fantasy value.
0: Yep, absolutely.
1: And we don't see that a lot with rookies. Like, a lot of rookies right? shoot bad percentages, but he's a big man, who I think is big enough to finish well inside, which is nice, right? Um all right, you ready for my next bold one? Let's get bold. Let's get bold. Let's get bold. Um I'm going to go for a bold, a pretty bold one. Uh Nurkic finishes in the top 15 this year.
0: Oh. Wow. All right. That's right? um you know it sounds bold. I would say it sounds bold, but I think we both really really like Nurkic. So, um give me the and- reason why he takes this extra step forward.
1: Well, we've talked about it for years right he's a great per minute guy and last year in the bubble they finally played him 31.6 minutes a game and no one had really done that before i think the only negative category he has is three pointers he's good field goal good free throw percentage he's going to score you like somewhere between 16 and 18 points going to get you like 10 rebounds a game pretty close to four assists 1.2 steals two blocks a game potentially I think, you know, you put all that together and you're looking at a top 15 guy.
0: But here's the thing in those, in those nine games from the bubble, he hit four three pointers. So it's not like he's a, z- a net zero at three.
1: Right. And that's what I mean. And, and I think, I think he's just a guy with a developing game. He's just kind of entering his prime. Like he could take a little bit of a step forward and I think he's finally healthy now. And I'm just really excited to see what he can do in Portland.
0: All right. I like that one. I like that one. I will also I will piggyback on that. I will t- I'm going to talk about maybe not top. You know what? You've 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 made me go bolder. I'm going to knock Nurk Nurkic out of the top 15. Sorry. I hate to do this. Uh, he's going to get knocked out of the top 15 because beautiful Bob Covington is going to be in the top 15.
1: Oh, all right. I mean, we, we know, right? We know our love for Bob Covington and a lot of it is just, you know, again, another guy that he does a lot of things that get underrated like steals and blocks and good rebounds and good threes. And so, yeah, I could see it. I could see it. I mean, we've seen Covington finish up there. Maybe not quite that high, but pretty high in the past.
0: I mean, uh, I think he stays completely healthy. He plays almost every single game and he... It's beautifully in Portland, maybe even better than he did in Minnesota and Houston. And then, well, you know, it just, the, the the Saturn and Jupiter align, and, you know, when I think of beautiful heavenly bodies, I think of beautiful Bob Covington.
1: Well, and here's the other thing, too. Those minutes could be up from where they were last year. I mean, like, he only played 30.8 a game, right? No, I'm, my bad. He played 33. That was my bad. Um, but I could see him playing more. Um, oh, no, he did only play 30 and a half minutes played a 30. Yeah. He played 33 when he went to Houston, but he only played 30 a game for the season. So, I mean, I think we could see him closer to that, you know, 32, 33, 34, 35. Like, who's taking those minutes from him in Portland?
0: Um, not too many people.
1: Right? And so I think that's a big key to his, you know, leap from even where he was last year was, you know, I could see maybe an extra three minutes a game
0: well within the reason all those things align very well i had him at top 20 but tyler you forced you forced my hand i had to get bolder with my predictions now a top 15
1: um all right all right all right i got a pretty a pretty not bold one that people will think is bold i think um demar rosen finishes in is a top 24 player in totals
0: yeah um that is actually I feel like that's kind of bold though because I know we like DeRozan we we both think he is highly rated, but that's pretty high is it I think so
1: okay all right well so here's here's the thought process right is he's the crusty old veteran right barely getting picked inside the top 50 um last year in total so you know what he finished Mike No,
0: was was it like the 40s? It was 11th. Wow. I guess it's
1: possible. And I don't really see any reason to think that it's going to go away. And here's the other thing like, we've seen DeRozan do it multiple times before. What he, what his, his, and he's, he's a weird player that most people don't like because he doesn't shoot threes, but every other category is very good. Shot over fifty percent last year, fifty three percent actually. Great free throw guy on a good volume of attempts. Great points, fine rebounds, good assist, a steal a game. Rosen is just one of those guys that perennially gets underrated, and I think you're going to see him again be a top twenty four player that's barely getting picked inside the top fifty.
0: Okay, all right, yeah. I mean, you just said it right there. Look at those totals. Uh, how he's how he's going out of the top fifty and he's been basically in the top 40 in totals every single year or except for the that year he played 60 games like so, so, i mean it's crazy it's crazy yeah. stuff people hate all the old guys i think that's very very obvious with how low both him and the market soldiers have been going in maybe draft.
1: Spurs hate too. I don't know. Is it is that a thing? Do people not like Spurs? I,
0: I think people don't care about the Spurs. Like I certainly don't turn the Spurs on, watch them.
1: Oh. Well, they're not an exciting team in the sense that like they don't play the way pretty much everyone else is playing. Right, like they took probably the most mid range shots per game
0: last year. It's not terribly exciting basketball, but it does win games. All matters, right? All right. Tyler, I'm gonna, I'm gonna step up the boldness, Tyler. Oh, all right, let's do this. Detroit Pistons,
1: your favorite team.
0: Okay, good. One of the, one of the top tier te- teams, um, with a bad in, in one of the worst cities in America. Um, we'll have in the top 100, we'll finish with zero players. In the top 100 in totals.
1: Wait, they're going to have zero? That was your bold prediction?
0: Zero. zero I don't players. know. Is that bold? Uh, I, has a team ever had zero players in, in, in the top 100? I don't, I don't think so.
1: That's a good question. That's a good question, the one that I don't know the answer to.
0: We'll do some Uh, brief recon while you talk about the Detroit Pistons.
1: I mean, they don't have anyone going in the top 100, right? So I guess there's that part of it. But yeah, I mean, you would think someone's going to take over and do something. The problem is they have a lot of like young, unproven, slash injury-prone players. (laughs) So when you're talking totals, like Griffin could easily finish out to the top 100 in totals because he gets hurt. Derrick Rose could do the same. And then you're betting on a young guy to take over and finish in the top 100. Like, I don't know that I would bet the player, but you got to feel like they get somebody. I mean, basically that would mean that there's three players on every other team at least that are better than every piston. Like, that's hard to believe, I guess.
0: All right. Well, Tyler, it turns out I did not do any research on this bull prediction uh, because two teams (laughs) – Two teams, I'm only halfway through, uh, finished with uh, zero players in the top 100. One of those teams, not terribly surprising, the Golden State Warriors. And that, you know, obviously that had a lot to do with injuries, so it's not really their fault that they finished outside. But everyone else, even the Knicks had somebody in the top 100. um, But there was one team, not the Golden State Warriors, that didn't finish with anybody from totals the top 100 that team was the Detroit Pistons so I guess uh I, I'm predicting that they will do the exact same actually maybe I should switch this and say the bold prediction is that they're going to have one player finish in the top 100 <laughs> uh
1: that might be a bolder call even that
0: yeah yes. that's a bolder call I'm going to spin it I'm going to switch it to one
1: all right one exactly player. one though I'm gonna I'm gonna hold you to it being exactly one
0: it's fine it's fine if you if you recall Tyler my uh, my greatest bold prediction was predicting the exact amount of games that Daniela Gallinari played in one season. So um I'm going to say exactly one. I'm not gonna say who.
1: All right. So do you want what 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 spectrum do you want here? Do you want very bold? you want my boldest? Do you want my in the middle or save, do you want my save the my boldest lead? for last? Save the boldest for last. All right, all right, all right. Well, I was gonna save my one of the nobody expects because I feel like that might be the best one that I have. Um for the second year in a row, but all right, I'm going to go with my least bold called "I think," which might seem very bold to somebody, which is Zion again does not finish in the top 75, in totals, and I want injuries to count, which is why
0: I said in totals. That's fair. Um, if he stays healthy, I think this will be a prediction you lose. Easily. So you're betting on a Zion um, injury. Am I? It sounds like it.
1: Because I don't really think I am. So last year, we mentioned this, right? Like, people get all sweaty and and hyped, right? And he's going in the top 30 in Yahoo ADP. He's a negative in four. If you play 9cat, he's a negative in five of the nine categories. And he's a zero in blocks. He literally helps you in three categories. That's it. Three. He helps you in field goal. He helps you in points. He helps you in rebounds. That's it. And so, in per game last year, do you know what he finished? Now, he only played 27 minutes a game, but do you know what he finished? Do not. 151st. Because it's a very high volume of free throws at like 64%. There's no threes. There's very minimal assists. There's no steals. Turnovers are bad if you're going to count those. So they're bad. You know what I mean? Like, it. This call seems really bold because he's a top 30 pick. But honestly, like, I think they're going to rest him some games. That that hurts his totals. There's a good chance he gets injured. But let's put that aside. Even if he doesn't get injured, I don't really think he's a top 75 player. If you're counting every category, now you could say, oh, but he was a top 75 player because I punted free throws and and three pointers. Okay. Then then you might pick him a little higher if that's your strategy, but picking him in the top 30 just seems crazy. I don't think he's this top 75 player in totals when you're counting all eight categories.
0: So, theoretically, based on that, he could finish outside of the top five even playing a regular amount of games in totals. Even probably averaging like 27 points and like eight rebounds a game. That's what I'm saying. All right. That's a bold prediction. That is a very bold prediction. I don't know if the math checks out there, Tyler. Might not be. Might not be wrong about that.
1: Well, if you're saying he averages twenty-seven points a game and ten rebounds, then it doesn't. But if you're telling me in if he if he say he plays thirty-two minutes, I'm thinking he averages like twenty-five, maybe twenty-six points a game and like seven and a half, eight rebounds. Okay, okay. then then he gives you three good categories again, but. If the more minutes he plays, the worse that free throw is going to hurt you too because he's going to shoot more free throws and they're not going to be good. What he really has to do to get his fantasy value anywhere near the top 50, we mentioned this before, he's got to either get assists, get steals, get blocks, or improve that that free throw percentage. I don't really see him doing that.
0: Kind of agree with you there. I'm going to have to piggyback on top of this because I have also pulled – prediction from last season i have two predictions from last season that i am re-upping again tyler and just like you you uh you had zion not finishing in the top 50 last year so you've actually dropped years into the top 75 i am going to predict once again as last year that john morant will finish over zion in totals that's terribly crazy the same reasons you get
1: i don't think that's terribly bold either
0: Morant probably gonna take a, a leap forward. Um, there are not a lot of point guards that exist, uh, that get you the type of stats that John Morant can average 18, seven and four. Um, hopefully his three point shooting gets a little bit better this season. It's a nice little upgrade. Maybe he gets an extra point, like two, three steals. That's all it takes to go from someone who was, you know, per game outside of the top 100 last year, you know, totals last year. Um, I'm ran by the way, in totals last year Tyler ninety fourth not great like that's that's not good that's not great that's ninety fourth so he's he's gonna have to take the leap in order to beat Zion, who is um actually going to play hopefully play games this year yes,
1: yes, okay, I'm with you I'm with you on that I'm with you on that um Here's another not that bold call that I think is is made a little bolder by people misjudging the market on this player. Uh Drew Holiday's a top thirty player.
0: Okay. That's uh, he's done it before.
1: Right. And I think he's gonna be just as good, if not better in Milwaukee, you know, surrounded by Giannis and Chris Middleton. Um he's going forty third in Yahoo ADP. I think there's a nice kind of round to round and a half value on that. Um, yeah, so Drew Holiday, top 30 player. These assists are good, you know, decent rebounds for a point guard type, probably going to score you like 18, 19 points a game, good threes. Yeah, big fan of Drew Holiday,
0: right? Um, yeah, I don't have any arguments with uh Drew Holiday being good, he is good at basketball, he's better than Eric. So, well, don't tell Eric Blood, so I said that. Um, Tyler, if you Subscribing to the Patreon at patreon.com/slash watching the boxes, uh, including our newest Patreon, Rosh. Shout out to you, Krosh. Thank you very much for joining Patreon.com slash watching the boxes. Shout out to you. Uh, and, and here's a couple other guys: Jordan, Joseph, and Iker. Uh, I I I got to them on a Patreon only exclusive um podcast that we did and we are going to be providing Patreon exclusive um, podcasts quick hits reactions to uh different things that are going on uh more in-depth box score type of discussions will be happening on the patreon Uh, so if you want to get really into the weeds and you really want to get um i guess uh you know Direct access to me and Tyler, go to slash watching the boxes. But if you're on there, you already know my this bold prediction. Know my sleeper of the year is Thomas Bryant. And I believe Thomas Bryant, I'm gonna, I'm gonna up him up, I'm gonna push him up in my rankings, entering him into my top 40.
1: Oh, that's a mic drop there. I'll let you mic drop that a little bit. I actually have a prediction on Tom Bryant coming
0: up. So I'm excited for you to hear that. Let's, uh, yeah, no, go ahead and get to it. Let's, let's talk about him.
1: Okay, here it is. Al Horford, another one of my favorite crusty old veterans, finishes ahead of Mitchell Robinson, Stephen Adams, Miles Turner, and Thomas Bryant this
0: year. Ooh. Now this is, seems like a direct attack on Thomas Bryant and Miles Turner, both of which have been in my bold predictions. Uh, perhaps. Perhaps. Well, uh, this is what he's going to have to do in order to uh best thomas bryant um he's go, first off uh he's going to have to play uh, a majority of the games now in okay city he's like literally the second best player on that team you could maybe even argue the best all around player on that team if you really wanted to i'm not going to make that argument so he's going to have to play a lot he's going to have to do all the things for the the thunder and i al horford could do that he's still uh finished fairly decent last year, even playing a limited role in Philly. I just think Thomas Bryant takes that next step this year. Uh, we all know Thomas Bryant, uh, he's been averaging, uh, you know, 25 minutes a game last season. Uh, there is no reason Washington shouldn't play him 30-plus minutes a game. Um, if you look at what he did in the bubble um, you know, he was dropping twenty and ten with a couple threes, three blocks, you know, four blocks a game. Uh it, four blocks in a couple of games. He wasn't averaging four blocks a game. But um this could be a steal block three guy. The steals I am a little less um positive about, but he could be pretty close to a steal, definitely a block and definitely a three guy with you know let me
1: ask you a question 15, about it. Fifteen
0: and eight. I think that's a that's a top forty player. Okay. You board. answered
1: it. Great. Um, my worry for him is the points. And, and here's why. I, I get that you're saying he's going to play more minutes, but aren't Westbrook, Beal going to dominate that ball? Then you got Bertans, right, who can shoot it a little bit. It's going to score a good amount. Hachimura is going to try to get some buckets. I just feel like he might end up being like that kind of fourth, fifth option on this team, and then the points kind of level off somewhere around 12-13. Whereas, think- like... We look at a guy like Horford, right? And this is why maybe I think I went for Horford over him, is like the Thunder needs someone to score 15 points a game, and that guy might be out Horford.
0: Yeah, well, that, that's uh very fair. I think why I'm not terribly concerned about that is that Thomas Bryant is incredibly efficient, he's only taken about nine shots a game. Uh, he's shooting at a 59, so he could shoot well, He's a, a
1: clean-up guy, so when Russ Westbrook bl- bricks something, he might just clean that right on up.
0: And that's going to happen a lot. Like, Russ is going to jack threes, and he's going to run pick-and-rolls. I think a couple pop pick-and-rolls, uh, a couple put-back tip ends. Uh That's all you really need to get up to 15 points.
1: All right, I'm with you. I'm with you. So are you going for Brian or M- Miles Turner, then? Which one is your man? If you had to pick one... Two person drafts, just those two on the board, only two. If
0: I'm in a roto league, I'm going Thomas Bryant. I love the percentages for a big and the incredibly low turnovers. If I'm in a head-to-head league, I'm going Miles Turner because of the blocks. All right, fair, fair. Do you how many more predictions do you have? Because I have two, I believe. I
1: only have
0: two more. I have three more. Oh, all right, three more. And I guess you better go. All right, all right. It's gonna be a very uh, i'll leave i'll say you know, i'll save the good ones for last so i have two juicy
1: very team. juicy ones i think yeah.
0: this one this is my least juicy one left Derek jones jr top 75 player
1: oh you know what i was gonna put Derek jones jr in my bold predictions but he did not make the cut unfortunately uh i will back you on that
0: All right check mark on derrick jones jr top 75 i know we talked about bob covington um, being you know, I said he's top fifteen now. I, I pushed him up the board. I want to see how you know, just how high I can be right about Bob Bob Covington every single year. Um, but Derek Jones Jr. Who's taking his role in Portland either?
1: Oh, and that's it. I guess what you're what you're betting on then, if if all our bold predictions come true, you're betting that the five guys that that play are. Lillard, McCollum, Nurkic, Covington, and Derek Jones Jr., and nobody else gets a ton of minutes. I guess the only worry that I slightly have about Derek Jones Jr. is I feel really good about the other guys playing like 33 minutes a game and Nurkic probably maybe only like 31 or 32 just because he's a big man. There's going to be foul trouble on weird nights where he's only going to get 25 minutes a game, all that stuff. Um, if the Blazers are going to play any bench players, they Derek Jones Jr. might be the guy getting replaced and so his minutes might be a slight bit lower. I guess that's my only slight
0: worry. Yeah, I think, though, if you are worried about that, that is fair. Um, I'm taking a gander at the rest of this um, squad here, and I think the nice thing about Derek Jones Jr. is that you can slide him down or up based on if you want to sit CJ or Robert Covington. You can play him at the three or four. Um, I mean, theoretically, you could play him at the two if you really, really wanted to, if you wanted to get Harry uh, Giles out there and Trent, uh, Gary Trent Jr. and Mello, Um Sure. I think the nice thing is that Derek Jones Jr. plays nice with the first team, and he plays nice with the second team, and I think that gets him up to 30 minutes. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you
1: there. And he's going 141st in, in Yahoo Drafts, too, so like... You know, if you're saying he's even a top 100 player, you're getting some darn good value. So top 75 is very bold, and I think he can meet it.
0: All right, Tyler. Let's hear, let's hear these juicy ones that you got left.
1: All right, all right. So Josh Richardson, now playing for the Mavericks, uh, sets new career highs in field goal percentage, three-pointers made, points, and rebounds, to finish inside the top 50.
0: Tyler, I, um, out of all your bold predictions really hope this one is the one that comes true simply because I have Josh Richardson in about 90% of my leagues.
1: Good, good. I think he's going to be very, very good. And I think he just seems super happy in Dallas. He's, he's going to get spicy, man. He's just going to be great.
0: I, I absolutely hope that happens. I think it's, um, it's possible playing anything's possible when you're playing with Luka Doncic, my guy.
1: Um, yeah, it's gonna be fun, man. It's gonna be fun. I'm excited.
0: All right. I'm gonna save the bulls one for last, Tyler. So right. this is you, you maybe- always have
1: to have a bulls one. Is this like an annual tradition? Mine is I predict guys who nobody's drafting that are gonna be standing relevant, and you make a bulls prediction. Yeah.
0: And then I just talk about the bulls. That's actually, yeah, that kind of sums up the podcast. You talk about um like fringe analytics about guys who uh, p- could potentially help your fantasy basketball team. And I talk about the bulls. That's it. That's how it sums up what this podcast is actually about. Um, all right.
1: Probably already heard I'm, this one. I, if you-, you know what? I'm disappointed. I want to just say something I'm disappointed about real quick before you say this. Kevin uh, love is out for the team's first game against the Hornets. And that uh, just made me sad.
0: That's that is that's sad. Kevin love. Come back to us. Start playing basketball again. Um, Tyler, last year you did you predicted that a majority of my bull predictions would be about the Bulls. There was only there was only one. So you actually, I should give you another loss on the column here last year.
1: <laughs> well, I don't know. Sometimes I feel like that's all you want to talk about the Bulls. So I thought maybe you just would do five out of your ten on Bulls players. Well,
0: if you if you've noticed now that uh, Boylan and the rest of the morons and packs are out, I feel a little bit more calmer about the Bulls uh, being ran by grown adults instead of these incompetent losers. Um, but this, this is my next last bull prediction. If you've been listening to the podcast, you've already heard this bull prediction, but I'm going to, I'm going to add to it. Steph Curry will average six, three pointers a game and win the scoring title this season.
1: That's the mic drop one right there. So I just let it, I let it ride. Uh,
0: is. I do that ever happened. Like, top five craziest things that ever happened in basketball, I would think. He, the se- season that he, fancy basketball, the season that he basically won everyone's league for them.
1: Ever he attempted was only hit is eleven. So to hit six, a game he'd have to hit, he'd have to base and then hit them at fifty percent. Why not? Which seems Why? insane.
0: If only That's, do that. There's nothing else going.
1: On. Um, to do it like can hit what Does he have the, the guys nobody drafted that are going to be standard league yeah. relevant? I have four.
0: Uh, Keldon Johnson,
1: that might be a guy you never
0: heard of. Have you heard of this man? You did this last year, you brought up a guy I'd never heard of, Nico Melli. Um, and Nico Melli did play, he wasn't terribly standard league relevant, but uh, he he, he did play. I guess that he played for Barcelona. Um, <laughs> so that was wrong. So I'm gonna guess that. This guy plays for the Cavs?
1: No, he plays for the Spurs.
0: 21 years old.
1: um, Was a first-round pick in 2019. Things I like. uh, In 17.7 minutes a game last year, he shot 59.6% from the field, over 50% from three-point range, Um, 3.4 rebounds, nearly an assist, nearly a steal, and almost 10 points in 17 minutes a game. Um, He only played 17 games. You don't like that. But assuming he gets a little bit bigger role on the Spurs team, I think he could be in that standard league conversation at some point, you know, as a guy who gets you, you know, 10, 12 points a game, gets you five rebounds, gets you over a steal, shoots good percentages. A lot of stuff to like there, my friend. A lot of stuff to
0: like. You are looking at his numbers in the bubble. There are things. There are definitely things to like. So, all right, cool. Who, who, who
1: else the, is on the uh, George Hill, again, another crusty yeah. tr- old veteran, playing on the Oklahoma City Thunder, um, led the league in three-point percentage last year.
0: Ooh.
1: In 20 minutes a game, averaged three rebounds, 3.1 assists, and .8 steals. If he plays 27, 28 minutes a game, Mr. George Hill easily could be standardly relevant, and the Thunder have absolutely no one. Okay. Uh, other men, Trey Burke, who was very good in the bubble for Dallas. A guy who can get you 12 points in like four or four, four assists a game. Over a steal in the bubble. Now that, that might not be real, but his defense was much improved. Uh, that's a guy that I think could be standardly relevant at some point this year. And I'm going to go against your man, Alfred Payton, and say Dennis McJunior, a oh. former oh. high pick. Becomes Tibbs' point guard and becomes stand relevant.
0: Correct. Um, that is, will not happen because I've put a lot of stock in Alfred Payton. But the other three sound very, very reasonable. Um, if everything aligns correctly, which obviously it might. Um, all right. But here's the thing the, the, the beauty
1: of the four guys I mentioned is they are absolutely free, even in a deep league for the most part. I mean, these guys had like 0% owned in Yahoo. So, I'm assuming even if you're in like 14, 16 team league, ain't nobody owning most of the guys I mentioned.
0: Oh, so if you are in a deeper league, Tyler has already um, shown, even if you go look at Nico Melli, Anthony Simmons, uh, Simmons really didn't uh, hit hit it off that well, but Tyler has a very good um, um, track record for finding these types of players. If you're in those deeper, deeper leagues, which I I don't play a lot in, um, you know, Listen to Tyler. He knows what he's talking about. He plays in a lot deeper leagues than I do, and that's why he's a good resource for these particular types of players you could go pick up, I don't know, at least one of them. All right, my final prediction, Tyler. Potentially my boldest prediction. I'm considering making this prediction even bolder. I don't know if I should do it.
1: Chicago Bulls. Thirteen bowls in the top 100. Yeah. That's your. Yeah. That's that the prediction. Every, Every player, everyone yeah. on the roster, including uh, Christian Felicio or whatever who got the big payday. Uh, he's he's <laughs> the
0: only one who won't. He's the only one who won't make the uh, top 100 because he's absolute garbage. But Ryan Archi, uh, Archidiacano, Luke Cornette will make it. Chandler Hutchinson. Um, six players. No, I, I can't do it. Five players will be in the top 100. Four, the Chicago Bulls. I was going to say six. I mean, it's possible. It is possible that Patrick Williams, Thomas Sinarski, or Thaddeus Young, if there's a weird injury or something that happens. If there's a weird injury or something that happens, the other guys don't make it. So I'm going to go with five. Zach Levine, Lowry Markin, Wendell Carter Jr., Kobe White, and Otto Porter, the starting five for Chicago Bulls, will all finish in the top 100 this year.
1: It, it sounds bold, and it is bold because it's hard to do, but it could happen. I mean, they're all, they''re all
0: going in the top 100, basically, right? I, I, don't, I don't think Otto Porter and Kobe White are being picked in the top 100, and I think I've seen Larry Markin fall out of the top 100 uh, in ADP, uh, at least in some of the drafts I've been. I don't know if he's overall.
1: Porter's going 116 in Yahoo. Kobe White yeah. is actually going in like the, the, is going 74th, so that, that's oh, definitely nice. in the top 100. Um Wendell okay. Carter was definitely in there, and Markinen. I'm looking up right this second. He is going 72nd. So all of them are in the top 100 besides Otto Porter. We've seen Otto Porter be a top 100 player before. He just got to stay healthy, which is a gamble.
0: It's a, I would say a large gamble because <sighs> already they're talking about, and I don't know if it's been confirmed yet, They're talking about starting Patrick Williams. Um, He's listed as potentially, I mean, I've seen where he's probably starting. I don't know if he's going to play the minutes, but he's probably going to start just to get him, you know, more accustomed to playing with the first team, because I think in the long term, that's exactly what they're going to do. Otto Porter ain't trying that hard. He doesn't look like he's in shape. Um, And that's... A concern, but Otto Porter has also finished in the top fifty multiple times. So, he's for the record, it's not a lot of waiver wires. No, I'm a shot. for the
1: record, on the Bulls game notes for the first game uh released to the media and all the fans at the game, just that there won't be any this year. Uh Patrick Williams is listed as the starter for for
0: those wondering. Excellent, excellent news, and that's the nice thing. If Otto Porter doesn't make it, maybe Patrick Williams will.
1: Your team though. They don't list it as probable starters. They list it as prob-a-bull
0: starters. That's right. That's right. Chicago, Chicago Bulls. Tyler, I've been very, very pessimistic about the Bulls for a very, very long time. In fact, I was looking at Yahoo um, like fantasy basketball history the other day. That's how lame I am. And uh, I just had a draft on Yahoo yesterday, so I was like, oh, yeah, you can look at your history. Uh, I did win some leagues in 02 and 03 that I'm still very proud of uh, with Brad Miller. Um, I've had fire Garpacks as a name in fantasy basketball for a team at least since 2016.
1: That's how sad I thought you were going to say longer, to be honest
0: um i should have had it since uh 2002
1: (laughs) terrible uh, just terrible
0: i think that is it for our bold predictions tyler um everybody thank you for listening i'm so excited the season's here we're finally here we finally have real games we're going to be here for you talking about the waiver wire talking about the hot and cold players talking about what trades you should be making um you know getting you ready for each week um, we're gonna be breaking down in depth box scores on the Patreon at patreon.com slash watching the boxes. Follow us there, subscribe there if you want that type of content. If you want to get a hold of us, Tyler, where can people find you on Twitter?
1: Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Watts. You
0: can find me at Watch the Boxes, enjoy your basketball, enjoy your holidays, enjoy the end of this year. Is hopefully everything. Will soon be much much better um probably not quickly but at least at least you can see a, a year where you can uh visit um someone you love or enjoy um going and getting super super drunk at a bar in public at the very least that's all I really i want tyler that's it that's it that's all I, I dream about um no, i don't ha- i don't have anything else check us out all our content thank you for joining us thank you for subscribing thank you for listening welcome back let's start the uh, let's end the show by starting the season here's everybody